After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, Jesus said to his disciples, Do you know what I have done to you? Amen. What has Jesus done to us? Here we are once again at the end of a holy week, the end of a long Lenten season of fasting and prayer and preparation. And yet, can any of us answer the question, what has Jesus done to us? On this night, we find ourselves in a place full of mystery, symbolic movement, and intentional reflection. And so we are each called this night to sit vigil with the question Jesus posed to his disciples over 2,000 years ago, do you know what I have done to you? Moving toward this moment, Jesus has performed miracles and has gathered disciples. In fact, Jesus' work has been so profound that the empire of Rome and the people in power in it, religious leaders and government heads alike, have declared this Jesus movement a threat. Because this Jesus movement has inspired people to rise up, has inspired people to question the powers around them, the empire sees clearly that Jesus and his followers must be stopped if the supreme rulers are to continue to control the nation and the peoples in it. And so to secure the power they have, they plan to execute Jesus, to execute him as an example to the people of what happens when they question power. And in a parade of paradox, Jesus is driven on a donkey into Jerusalem, and many follow to witness. We walked too with them through the seasons and through the stories to this moment, to this night. We have perhaps engaged in a Lenten practice and perhaps we have made sacrifices. We have reflected on our own individual and communal sins. And now that we are here, the question we ponder is through it all, what has Jesus done to us? What Jesus did to those he gathered at the table that night was both a radical event of closure and a radical act of beginning for them as disciples. This act of foot washing was radical because during the time of Jesus, it was not only customary but required before approaching the high altars that the feet of the priests were to be washed clean. The feet of the priests... This foot washing was a rite of purification for the priest, and although there are no such laws for lay people about the washing of feet, the laws for priests are given in the book of Exodus. There we hear of brazen vessels placed between the tabernacle and the altar in which the priests would wash their hands and feet before all their work. This purification rite set them apart. 
Now Jesus, being deeply formed by this law and by the word of God, comes to his disciples with such vessels as mentioned in Exodus, and he says, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. In this act, Jesus continues in his work of extending God's hospitality and grace outward. Jesus continues in his work of breaking down barriers and building the priestly kingdom by including all those gathered at the table in this rite of foot washing. But do they understand what he has done to them through it? Do they understand what it means to have share with him? Share with him in what exactly? Jesus has intentionally removed anything that separates the disciples from the work he has given them to do. He washes their feet as a symbol and a statement of their authority as disciples who will follow him, a statement of their share with him. Jesus tells his disciples they are now cleansed, purified for the work of God, and he says, and if I have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's. Jesus brings them into the priestly kingdom. He removes all perceived barriers to doing the work he has given them to do. He empowers them to continue the kingdom work beyond his death. And he commands them to do the same for those that will follow after them. In that moment, Jesus initiates the priesthood of all believers the ministry of the baptized. This act of inclusion and sending forth is what Jesus instituted that night and what we act out this evening. And yet in it, do we know what Jesus does to us? Because if we know what Jesus does to us, then we will know what we are called to do after the stone is rolled away from the tomb. Tonight we will wash each other's feet. We will share in the breaking of the bread and the prayers as instructed by Jesus. And then after we have been prepared and fed, we will strip the church of all adornment. We do this traditionally to symbolize the void left by Jesus' departure and the void left by the disciples when they abandoned Jesus in his need. And yet, the stripping of the church of adornment is more than an act of just making that void visible for us. The stripping of the church, like the foot washing, is a symbolic removal of all that separates us from engaging in the work of the Jesus movement. After our feet have been washed and the church is made bare, we will sit as equal partners in the priestly kingdom. Clergy and bishop, deacons and acolytes, we will have removed our symbols of role and duty. The banners and the stoles will be put away. All music silenced. 
the candles extinguished and the holy vessels hidden from sight. And in that moment, all we will have left in this room is each other. Do we know what Jesus has done to us? Jesus has cleansed us and made us equal in the work, and he has left us with one call that we should do for others what he has done for us, that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. And now as we witness all the adornments of the modern church put away, I invite you to imagine with each object and symbol that is removed from this space, I invite you to imagine that Jesus is removing from you anything that is still a barrier for you doing the work God calls you to do. Any resentment or hardness of heart, any burden or hurt or habit or idol, any excuse or fear, any sense of unworthiness or shame that is a barrier for you becoming what Jesus calls you to be, I invite you to imagine that thing being removed from you. And then we will sit together in silence, in these pews as equals, all barriers removed, left bare ourselves before God, washed and prepared for doing the work of love that God calls us all to do. And for a few sweet moments, we will sit side by side, and all we will have is each other. One people, all equal with one call, to love each other as Jesus loves us. And this, my friends, is what Jesus has done to us. Jesus has prepared us and freed us for the work of the movement, made us ready disciples to build the kingdom of God. Amen.